Hello? Blog Talk Radio. If it's smooth jazz, then the Jazz Queen oh. and Mike Reynolds are talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz, the smoothest show on internet radio. Your hosts, the Jazz Queen and Mike Reynolds. Hello and welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. I am the host, the Jazz Queen. Uh, Mike is at work, so um, he will not be joining us this evening. But I do have a good friend on the phone, and she has agreed to sit in um, as co-host this evening. Her name is Sharon Bradley. She is from Seattle. Welcome, Sharon. Thank you, Terry. Nice, nice to be here. She didn't kind of agree to. I kind of made her. <laughs> I kind of said, I kind of said, you have to stay on the line. You are our guest co-host this evening, but she did agree to that. So thank you. That's what friends do for friends, though. (laughs) Thank you very much. And we do have trumpeter Greg Adams. He is back with us. Welcome back, Greg. Oh, thanks a lot. It's good to be back. I'm I'm sorry we had a a technical snafu um, last week, but uh, hey, you know, like we were talking before, we'll rebuild this thing and we'll, we'll, we'll have a good time tonight. Yes, definitely, definitely. So um, Greg has released a brand new CD called That's Life um, with uh, East Bay Soul. He is also a co-founder of Tower of Power, and um, he has brought that sound into this release. And um, Ronald Jackson from the Smooth Jazz Ride um, did your review last night, and I posted it on Facebook. Did you see that? Yes, I did. It's quite, uh, quite flattering. Uh, to say the least, it was really not very nice of him to 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 enjoy it as much as he did, and I, I appreciate any time somebody like likes my work, you know. So that's great, and I thank him very much for that. Yes, it was a really nice review, and I will read part of that um, review, but you can find the entire review on the smoothjazzride.com. Ronald does great reviews; he's one of the best in the business, and that's why I partnered with him. Um, with that. And I always send the artist to him for reviews because he's done such a great job. So I will be reading part of that review um, later on. But first, I just kind of want to recap what we talked about last Tuesday um, with this new release. You um, are working with um, your group, East Bay Soul, on this. And um, like I said before, you, you know, you our co-founder of Tower Power, and you brought that sound with you in That's Life. So kind of give us a little background on um, the CD. Well, you know, um, this is the third CD for, for uh, this ensemble called East Space Soul. And, um, <clears throat> you know, it just became a, a, a natural direction for me to go. Uh, I've always been a, a, a sucker for uh, l- large bands because for me as an arranger, the more the merrier, you know, you get to make so many more colors and, and, and variations on a theme with the more instruments you have. So this is a 10 piece band and, um, we started out, oh man, at 19, well, no, I can, 2009, we started this group and we, it was just a a vision of like, let, let me get back to where I kind of come from. And, um, like you said, I was uh, Tower of Power for seven, several years, 25 years, and I was the arranger in the band. So when I left the band in 1995, I took my sound with me and and did very well at Smooth Jazz. And, of course, it was a smaller uh, setup for me, a smaller band, because it just didn't, you know, even though my records were 
were had a lot of horns on them and stuff like that. I, I really didn't carry a horn section like I'm doing today. And so <clears throat> uh, it was more spare and minimal. But still, I was enjoying doing something like that, you know, a smaller setup, uh, more freedom to play, more jazz, and I always had great musicians with me. So I have been very uh, fortunate in that aspect of my career, uh, solo career. And um, uh, so it, it just kind of evolved. And, you know, the smooth jazz scene has, has changed. And mm -hmm. it, it's evolved into something that... Um, you know, I, I just felt I wanted to do something different, and I, this is a, an obvious thing for me to do. It was a larger band. And, you know, I, I, it's just kind of come to where it is, and, and now I'm kind of back to my roots, yet I'm firmly planted in 2015. So it's kind of a, a conglomeration of, uh, you know, old school and new school, and uh, it's more contemporary, and, and uh, you know, I, I, I'm enjoying it. It's a lot of fun, and... and I've been not only Ronald Johnson, but I've been getting some great reviews from all over the world, and um, it's really heartening to, to to know that people are really enjoying it. So I'm I'm I guess I did something right this time. Yes, <laughs> and, sir. So we're we're getting ready to to uh, tour it, and and uh, you know radio is embracing our first single. It's a little slow to go, but you know sometimes it, the when you have to climb the mountain a little more tediously, the reward is that much more. So uh, the first single is a cover of the Beatles. Um, oh. Uh, oh, you know, it's funny. I, I'm so I come together. What am I? Uh, <laughs> and, you know, I, we did it like, uh, I did that as an instrumental, of course. And I play the, the melody um, on muted trumpet. And it's, 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 it's a big piece, you know. It's not real, real smooth at all. But, you know, I think... There's room for a, a lot more than what um, uh, a lot of the smooth uh, jazz uh, radio is playing, and I've always thought that you know, well, jazz is a, a statement. It's, a, it's you know, you you get different people with different attitudes and accents, and you know, it's a it's a it should be a bigger arena, I think, than it is sometimes. So I'm 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 always ready to take a chance and step off, you know, a leap of faith, and so I've done it, and I think. Uh, it's kind of an interesting track. If you have the CD, you've heard it, I'm sure. And if you don't, well, check it out. You can, you can get it through, you know, iTunes, Amazon, CD Baby. And, of course, if we're playing a live show, you can get it at the gig, and I'll even autograph it for you. So, um, anyway, we're, we're just real happy with how, how it came out musically, and everything is just going great with it. Well, now... I definitely have to let Sharon um, speak um, on this. And before you do, Sharon, I want to read what you mm -hmm. put, what you posted on Facebook. Um, Sharon is a big fan of the CD, That's Life. And she wrote, this CD has been in constant rotation in my house and in my car since I got it on April 18th. Thank you, Greg Adams. You and East Bay Soul have outdone yourselves. Collectively, individually, vocally, and instrumentally, you guys brought it with That's Life. I can't get enough of it. I am so looking forward to seeing you all at Dimitri's Jazz Alley in July. So now, Sharon, would that be the first time you've, you see them live? Uh, no, I saw them live for the first time last year at Jazz Alley, same time okay. of the year. But I, I need to go back a little bit with, with Greg on this. Greg, you said the group, you formed the group in 2011, correct? 
2009, I think it was. We were Somewhere around kick, there. Okay. Kicking it around, and, you know, it just was one of those things where, you know, um, I, I, we wanted, I like to reinvent myself, and, and right. how it came about was like a larger band, and I'm telling you, we had different versions of East Bay Soul before we ended up with the one we have now, and have had uh, uh, on, on the last CD, but before we even got in the studio, we mm-hmm. had different versions of this that we were running up the flagpole, so to say, and playing live shows, and, and uh, <clears throat> there were some some versions that you know, quite frankly, you you wouldn't even believe it if I told you. So at one point well, we had Lenny Williams. Uh, right, lead, right. I was going to say because when that's when I first heard of of the band, and that he was going to be your lead singer. So I've been waiting from the time that I first seen that with Lenny being the lead vocalist again with you guys coming to Jazz Alley. And at one point you were scheduled at Jazz Alley, and and then the gig got canceled. And I I don't know what happened, but when I saw you for the first time last year, that had been like a five-year culmination of me and and some other friends of mine that who've been waiting with bated breath to finally Mm -hmm. see Greg Adams in East Bay Soul. So, um, yeah, it's... it took a while, you know. We, yeah. We we started out with Lenny, and, and uh, at that point we had uh, Tom Scott playing saxophone. Right, right. I remember that. And um, uh, so it was, you know, and we did a few gigs, and then Lenny wasn't, uh, just it didn't work out. And uh, then uh, Phil Perry came along, and he was right. in the band for a short while, and Tom Scott stuck around for a while. And then... Um, then that didn't work out. So now here comes the first East Bay Soul record, and it's 2009. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going, oh, you know, this singer thing is really kicking my butt. You know, I mean, it's it's, it's the third sex. You know what I mean? It's like you know, you deal with these divas, you know, and not all of them are that way, but you know, some of them they just. So I figured, well, you know what I'll do on the first East Bay Soul, I'll have like four singers sing on this record and last man standing gets the gig you know so mm-hmm. and let them let them put them in a locker room and let them battle it out you know i'll go have a cocktail so anyway um uh we ne- we never recorded with lenny we never recorded with phil perry and um i had tom bowes a former lead singer from tower of power and right. uh, Lee Farnberg, buddy from tower of power mm-hmm. who plays in uh-huh. the band he's a great singer also and we right. had a uh, we had um, um, a couple other singers, and and one of those other singers was a guy that that um, I was introduced to, um, and his name was Daryl Walker. Right. And, uh, mm-hmm. So he came up. We sent him the track. Or I contacted him, talked to him, and he said, "Yeah, I'd love to come up." He knew all about my past, and and so um, he came in to the studio, and and. We sent him the track so he would be prepared, and that was on the song "I Hope," and it's a really inspirational song. And, and uh, he's a very inspirational singer. And he walked in the studio, and we just started playing the track and, and get some levels on him uh, on the mic and stuff like that. And his first notes out of his mouth were just like, "We hope we." Carmen Grillo, my engineer, and Andrea, my wife, and myself, mm-hmm. we were in the booth. We just looked at each other and went, holy, 
Yes. He has a nice voice. He does. He really does. Yeah, and we but see I'd heard his demo and it was all covers, you know, it was all Stevie Wonder right. stuff and and you know, Parliament Funkadelic and it was just he worked in a cover band. He had nothing done really done not done much on the original side. So anyway and to top it off, not only could he sing, he's one of the nicest guys in the world. I mean, just the most sincere, generous, giving. We'll do anything, take a hit for the team, anything, you name it. And so uh, he sang, and, you know, it was just like real obvious that he needed to be the guy. Because I couldn't carry four singers around on the road, and I didn't want to. And so and Tom Bowes, he lives in Staten Island in New York, and, and you know, it just it was it was very obvious. So Daryl, he's this is his second CD, totally being the lead singer of the band, and 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 to top it all off, he's a great tenor saxophonist. Right. So at times when he's not singing, along with the the four of us in the horn section, we have a five piece horn section, which is kind right. of like mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. sound, three saxophones, yeah. two trumpets, and so. Uh, it's great, you know. Uh, we it, it really just adds the punch to the power of the of the sound of the band, and so, you know, it, it's it's a great band. The chemistry is great. We when we get together, it's like, you know, it's like we pick up where we just left off, and and mm-hmm. uh, you know, getting the band from point A to point B is not cheap because it's that many people. And right. So, uh, you know, now with a new record out, we'll start to gig a lot more. But, you know, we'll go a couple of months, and everybody in this band has their own thing going on anyway. I mean, there's right. no lack yeah. of work for anybody. Uh, you know, between any any one person in the band, they're already, always busy. And sometimes I can't get everybody all at once. I have to have subs that will step up to the, the plate and, and fill in for one of the guys in the band who can't make the gig. But I'm really fortunate to have a, a great bench, as we would call it, you know. And um, so, anyway, once we get together, it's like an afternoon rehearsal, three or four hours, and and uh, we're the band that kind of, you know, we, we we hang together, we eat together, and it's a very important thing for, for the band to get fed. And a lot of guys who are in other bands that play with other people, you know, they don't even provide water, and we... We cater. I mean, we have a whole. We 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 break for lunch, you know, and and uh, right. So it, it's like we're, we're a family. We've really become a family, and so uh, I think that's one of the things that really makes the band. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll get together and we'll pull the music out, and it sounds like we played last night. It really mm. does. I mean, the band is so good. The musicianship is so high that. Um, you know, we do one rehearsal before a, a series of gigs, and we're good to go. You know, and everybody goes, well, gee, I wish we had more gigs. And we just—it's such a great band, and once you hear the band live, you just—you're—you're you're convinced. Right. You know, I—I I know we're going to be up in Seattle for for uh, four days, but three nights. The the Demetrios um, Jazz Alley—they're never open on July Fourth because everybody no. in Seattle likes to go and party and picnic and barbecue and and it's not, and it's never raining on July 4th. So they don't even bother opening. So we have the night off. We're going to go out with some friends. The whole band's going to go out and and uh we have a, a a bunch of things we can do. We have a friend who owns a big old uh shipping uh fishing trawler that he's turned into a luxury yacht that we may go out wow. on in Elliott Bay and 
watch the fireworks and you know or something else we got i think we have a, a few options and so we'll have that night off and this band is a, is a party waiting to happen anyway so it's it's <laughs> like we do mm-hmm. the second third and then the fourth is off and then we do the fifth so it's right. a great and i'm there i'm there for all shows Oh, great. Front, well, that's great. We still have to say hello. <laughs> Sharon don't mess around. She do not I'm mess okay. around. <laughs> well, that, now, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, to enlist you as a true funk soldier to go yes. out and testify and tell everybody you know about this because we need, as Andrea says, cheeks in the seats. You uh, <laughs> need to fill that place and everybody have a great time because. Oh yeah, I got a couple of things in the works. You know, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna post something in a couple of weeks about people if they don't have anything to do for, um, you know, if they're not leaving yeah. town for the Fourth of July weekend, what they can uh-huh. do on Thursday and Friday, and then come back on Sunday because they liked it so much on Thursday and Friday. Uh-huh. And then yeah, I'm gonna do gonna it again it. probably the week before there again. Just let them know if you snooze, you lose. And and then you're going to charter a bus, right? Charter a bus. I'm going to charter a bus. So, Greg, um, I want to ask you, I'm looking at the inside of the, um, the CD uh, yep. uh, folder cover, and there are 10, 10 of you guys here. Which one is uh, Daryl Walker? The good-looking one. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a second he's, one. I think, I think he's to the left of me. I let me just. I've got a. No, he's right over your left shoulder. Yeah, I don't have the CD right. Okay, at, the tall so guy, I, kind of ball. Tall, tall mustache, short cropped hair, light skin. Okay. Um, okay. He, do you know? Do you know who Smitty is? Terry? Yes, yes. He's. I'm, I was so happy to see Smitty on, on this picture, in this cover. I was so happy to see him. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's right in front you know, of Smitty. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Let me see. Got yeah, it. There's just... Smitty, Daryl, and and Greg. I so love who's this the picture. Greg? Who are the core members of East Bay Soul? Well, you know, I would say that everybody is a core member. Um, okay. Uh, okay. Now Daryl is third from the. Third from the right. Okay, got it. And so, and that so there's Smitty on the right. That next to him is Johnny Sandoval, who is our percussionist. Okay. And there's Daryl. That's Joey Navarro on keyboards. Next to him is Lee Thornburg on lead trumpet. And there's me, yours truly, and our newest member, Keita Matsuno, who is just one monster killer guitar player. Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah. gosh. Next to Keita is Johnny Bamont, and he plays baritone, alto, and tenor sax, and flutes. And he and I have known each other since high school, and I won't even do the math, but, you know, it's been decades. So okay. wow. we've been working together for, for, well, I graduated in 70, and he graduated in 69. So you do the math. <laughs> then yes, next, to, yes. to, uh, next to Johnny is Herman Matthews, our drummer, and uh, on the end is Greg Vale. He's one of our newer members also he plays all the saxophones and and uh so it's a it's a, a it's a team you know <laughs> okay Kata was here on saturday he played with elon trotman he did a solo that was just oh my gosh the solo was so good yeah. so good yes he's, he's really really good so sharon once yes. you heard the cd that's life what was it that struck a chord with you that you went on to facebook and you posted your comment 
the whole CD. You know, you Greg Terry had sent me a Facebook message. Which song do you Which song do you like mm-hmm. the best? Mm-hmm. And so I replied, I said, you know, I like the whole thing so well, I can't really pick one song. I said, but give me some time, you know, and, and I'll see if I can come up with one song. And I did come up with one song, but it doesn't take away from all the other songs. The whole, I, I just started listening to the album, listening to, like I said, the, the musicians individually and collectively, Smitty just threw down on this whole CD on that bass. Yeah, he, and I'm not taking anything away from anybody else in that group. Every, but I just it just kept playing. I couldn't get enough of it. Just uh, okay. Daryl and his ballads, and you know, um, Earth Mars <laughs> and know, Little I've Black heard. Dress. The, the yes. whole CD. It, yeah. it just the whole thing became so catchy, and. You know, the more you play a song, the more you hear uh-huh. something mm-hmm. that you missed before. Mm-hmm. And well, it's like a there, novel. You know, you, you, each each song is a chapter. And um, right, you know, you you you, uh, you know, I think one of the most important things of okay, now you got the music done. Now you have to sequence it and put right. it in order where you want to to want it to be presented to the listener and and. I think it's really it's one of the most important aspects of of making a record because if you put the songs in the wrong spot, you know you yeah you can you can put people to sleep, you know they, right. They lose interest, you know? And that's and, it with the with this with this CD. That's why every it just flows from one song to the next. And I finally ended up with without you as my really? as one of my favorite. But they're all my favorite. But without you, basically because of the strings and your horn. Well, I'm going to play that, that on that song. Thank yeah, you I'm gonna, very much. Yeah. You know that that is written by um, my myself and George Grund, who wrote um, "I'm Coming Home" on the last CD about a, 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 a military overseas, uh, him coming home to the family and everything like that. Andrew oh. and I wrote the lyric and. And George wrote the music, and it's kind of funny. The story behind this was that George sent me, uh, oh boy, about eight different tracks because he because he did have a song on the last CD. He was he was actively soliciting, uh, you know, can mm-hmm. I get something else on here now? And um, on this CD, I said, of course, send it on. I'll, I'll listen to anything you want to give me, and and I'll make a decision and. So he sent, I think he sent about eight or nine songs, and and you know they were they were songs that he wrote with almost an homage to my style of writing when I was with Tower of Power. And right, right. What I was that was not what I was looking for. I was and I was as each track now george if you're listening i uh, i've said this is all the love in the world and he's probably listening right now but <laughs> he was uh he got we got through all eight songs and i was just you know I, this is just not what i'm looking for this is that's not it oh no that's not it and and yeah. this thing and it, he had it was the number he had, he had no title for it 
And he, he had written two songs the day that he wrote this song, and this was his second song. So he just called it, you know, and, and in music, uh, a, lot of, a lot of times in, in, uh, in movie music and scores, they just and name a, a, a cue for a scene, M1, M2, and he just named it number two because it was the second song he wrote that day. And it was just a, a little piano melody, mm-hmm. real simple, and I, that was it. That was that I that at that moment that was the song I was looking for. It had a spot in the record. I usually end the, the the record with that style of a song, a little smoky type ballad. And, and but this time, you know, because you know, we I had to end with "Let's Stay Together" because that's just the way it was. Yeah. So anyway, we <laughs> positioned this song. I did the strings. I wrote I wrote the opening uh, before the trumpet enter enters. Uh, so that's that was my contribution as far as to the writing of the song. The rest is all George. And then I did the string arrangement, and I just didn't want to do a big thing. I, I thought that the strings could carry it with, the, with just with the rhythm section and and uh, a, a simple trumpet melody. And uh, that one is one of my favorites too. And I really, you know, I, I really one of the things about this record was the fact that. And that song, especially because of the way we recorded this time, we recorded here in L.A. and mm-hmm. we then we went to Seattle and we mastered and mixed. We mixed and mastered in Seattle at a, a an engineer's studio that has been I've worked with in the past. And I, you see, when you make a record, sometimes it's good to have a second set of ears do the right. final mix and mastering as opposed to the, the engineer who gets so married to the project that sometimes they, they just miss, you know. And I, I, Carmen Grillo is one of the best engineers I've ever worked with, and I've worked with several, several of the greatest engineers in the world over the, my, the years of my career. But I needed something a little more cinematic and bigger, just mm-hmm. big. You know, when you go to a, 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 a movie and the soundtrack is just like, whoa. And I, right. I wanted that quality, and I, I, I got it, because I, uh, the way I orchestrated the, the, the strings and, the, and the, well, the orchestra for this was I needed something large, extra large, you know, and, and dramatic. So with a fresh set of ears, that's what we got, and it's very cinematic. That's a, a, a term that I use this, to describe this, this record. It's got a lot of... of, of visual and you know you see things when you hear things and i think we we captured that so anyway that that one was you know it's funny when you write music the less notes the easier it is for people to understand it when you get too complicated sometimes people they they it's, it's too much and they it, it frustrates them and all of a sudden they can be turned off because they're, they're, it's too complex and I, you know, I think I think simple is the best way to go. I I think that as my career has gone on, um, I I write less uh, less notes, and I make those less notes hopefully be more meaningful. You know, it's like choose your words wisely. Well, I try mm-hmm. to choose my notes wisely, and I think with that, um, without you, is just like just simple. It's just there's nothing there. I mean, it's just pure emotion and. And it just it kind of drips with the, 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 the strings, and it's just it's got a, a, 
a life unto its own. So I'm right. glad you like that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I'm going to play that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and play that. Um, let me welcome to the chat room um, Little Black Diva, Ali J. Welcome. And there's also a guest in the chat room. If you would like to join us in the chat room, please go to talkingsmoothjazz.com. Click on Greg Adams' picture that will bring you into the show page on blogtalkradio.com. And below that is the chat room. The phone number is 646 716 5485. 646 716 5485. We're talking to trumpeter Greg Adams about his new release, That's Life. And this is one of Sharon's favorites without you. That was Without You from Greg Adams' new release, That's Life. Uh, Greg, tell us a little bit about the string section on that. Well, you know, <clears throat> it's interesting. I um, uh, We were just talking about uh, Keita uh, Matsuno and how Sharon had seen 
uh, was or was it you, Terry? I'm not sure. Seeing with um, Elon and uh, mm-hmm. is in a group called Quattro, and yes. they um, they are a, a four-piece world music type group. It, it, the instrumentation is really cool. It's it's guitar, cello, violin, and percussion, and mm. they do stuff that's just cool man it's just really cool and very classically oriented and the two the two string players the cellist and the violinist <clears throat> are just virtuosos and of course we know that kate does a virtuoso so um <clears throat> uh, it came together with uh, a small string section that um carmen grillo uses a, a quartet and um then I got Lisa and Giovanna from Quattro to come in and supplement. So we had a six-piece section, and um, then we we in some point at some points we tripled them, and it, and most of the times we doubled the strings. So we had a, mm-hmm. you know a nice little beefy little string section, and and mm-hmm. we did it at, at at Carmen's studio in Encino, and and at. Uh, Lisa Donlinger, the, the violinist, she used to play with Celine Dion, and I've worked with Celine, mm. Celine Dion. So we kind of had a, 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 you know, a little connection there, and uh, so it came out just great. She's the concert mistress on the on the date, and uh, it just was, it was really cool. And I, you know, in in most of the bent, uh, budgets that we have for records these days. There's no money for a real string section. So yeah. this one and, and this record, we, 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 we crowdfunded with Kickstarter, and uh, we made it a, 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 a priority to make sure that we'd have real strings on this record. And so we did it, and I think it makes a huge difference. Usually it's, it's synthesizers, you know, samples of right. strings. And it, mm-hmm. you, know, you can get away if you kind of cover one eye and... You know, it's never the real thing, and you know, you just don't get that—the sound of the 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 bow hitting the string and all that, all that good stuff. You know, I mean, the samples are real strings, but they just don't come across as a real string. Somehow they get lost in translation. So, we had this—you know—we had two celli and one viola and three violins. As I said, we tripled them and doubled them and and made them sound huge and and uh it was just a joy i i i, I will never go back i'll always from now on i'll find the uh, find it in the budget to have real strings so you know and it's oh, yeah, very it on, nice on uh on the, the the um the title well not the title cut but it, this is kind of related to the small story that goes along with it is um <clears throat> damned if you do that song yeah a huge homage to you know the Actually, the, the the inspiration for that was Frank Sinatra's "That's Life" uh, from the '60s, and and I thought, boy, that that's a great subject matter, and it's such a great track from a great era and one of the greatest singers ever. That I thought, well, let's let's sit down and and write a song that's kind of in that vein. And so Nick Milo, my songwriting partner, who, who uh, we were in Tower of Power for several years t- together, and he just recently. Um, well, he's been uh, Joe Co- the late Joe, Joe Cocker's musical director for several years, and and uh, so Nick and I have written 
off and on for, for several years. And so we wrote this song, and we sent it back to Chicago to Rocky Moffat, our our lyricist that has done a lot of stuff with us, and and he was kicking it around, and we had a melody for him, the whole thing, and it was kind of in a a Randy Newman esque type setting, and and uh, uh, but yet it, I knew what it was going to be when I started to orchestrate it, and he just could not come up with a lyric to save his life. <laughs> and one day he said, yeah, I think he said it to his wife. He said. You know what? This title's killing me. I'm, I'm, I'm damned if I do. And bingo, the light went off. It, it wow! Came off. And that was, and from there he said it just flowed like water. All the lyrics and the lyrics. If you listen to the lyrics, they're really they're tongue in cheek and and um, it, it just it's a great great lyric. And it, it is. It really you know, is. You know, I mean, when he says. You're stuck in Macy's while she's trying. While she's on trying on pants, on yeah. Pants. yeah. It's like, you know, look out your exits just ahead. You know, you've all yeah. It's got it. So you know, it's it's a lot of ironic stuff. So, but that track to me is real special because it's it's a full orchestra. I mean, it's okay. Uh, I I think it's about twelve horns. And wow. At that point, it's. Uh, um, it's 21 strings, so it's like that big, big sound, like from from the era of, of Sinatra when Nelson Riddle right. was arranging for him, and and Nelson Riddle is a, a just an iconic um, arranger in, in modern music, and and I deeply, you know, uh, admire him, and and so I wanted to do something like that, and I think I pulled it off. Well, let's take a listen. Too. Okay, let's take a listen to Damned If You Do. What you want 
Go, damned if Man, you do. I need a, I need a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> and guess who just popped into the chat room? George Grund. <laughs> George. Oh, George. Are you there, George? <laughs> yes, he's here. He said just jumped no. on here a couple of minutes ago, and the first thing I hear is Greg talking about without you. What timing? Thank you so much for sharing it. <laughs> oh, that's good. Well, George is a, a dear friend. Very nice. Now, uh, the next song I want to play is a cover that Luther Vandross did. It was one of my favorites by him, Going in Circles. Um, oh, my gosh. I want to play that next. And I want the listeners to know that the vocals that you heard was Daryl Walker um, on Damned If You Do. And Daryl is also singing Going in Circles. Why did you want to do this song? Well, you know, it's funny. There's a, 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 a great story behind this. I um, you know, I've, I've done so many recording dates in my life with other artists and, and my career has been really, um, uh, I've been, I've been very fortunate to work with so many people, so many people, mm -hmm. uh, great artists like the Eurythmics and Annie Lennox and Santana and Huey Lewis and the News and Dionne Warwick and Madonna and, 
and and Luther Vandross. And I did a record with him several years ago called Songs. And yes. He did all covers, he did all covers uh, and mm-hmm. this is one of them. Uh, and I did the arrangement on it. And mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, it was kind of like, this kind of was like a natural, what a fit. Daryl could sing the, you know, the you, the you know what out of this one. And exactly. I, just, I, I, I had the arrangement still um, in my archives from that original date that we did with Luther. And it was a tower. Wow. So um, I said, well, hey, I got this. Would you like me? He says, I love this song. And as it turns out, he was going to, he had an audition with the Friends of Distinction. And that's the original uh, group that did it way back in the 70s. And of course, Luther was just covering it. And so, it, it, the, you know, the the, uh, the serendipity of the whole thing was that uh, he was going to sing with this group or, or get an audition with this group. And uh, I did the arrangement for for Luther, and it all came full circle, and it was just a, a, a perfect marriage of a singer, a song, and an arrangement that just fit like a glove. And it, it's in the exactly. Key. It's the same key as the one we did with Luther. And you know, it's kind of the, the irony of this is the fact that uh, another song that we've been playing live for, for a long time, along with Going in Circles, uh, which is Al Green's uh, cover of, I'm uh, not Al Green's cover, our cover of Al Green's Let's Stay Together, which we never recorded that one either. So people would come up to us at the shows at the CD table after and say, well, what what was it? What are those two songs? What CD is on? Are those two songs on? We hadn't recorded them yet, and I thought, well, we got to record this. We have to chronicle it, and so they're both on this new CD. And mm-hmm. people, say, I'll buy four copies right now. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we saw that one coming, so we said, well, let's put this on. And you know, it is one of the highlights of the record. This going in circles, Daryl mm-hmm. just delivers it in the orchestra. It's full full orchestra, and and um. Yeah, it's 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 memorable. There's some stuff that uh, even, you know, I mean, I did the arrangement. I mean, I produced the record, but, you know, I still get the chills on some, certain parts of this song. When the French horns come in towards the end and the strings right. drop down, just drop, drop down. It's so dramatic with the, the wow. orchestration, and the strings are just the underpinning of the whole thing. And then they go sweep up way up to the high note at the end, you know, for the fade, it's 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 got all the elements. It, it's it's a you know it's a, a real good track. I'm real happy with it. So if you're gonna play that, yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. And George says Greg Greg deserves a Grammy for this arrangement of Going in Circles. Just incredible. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Real. 
My mind is in a whirlpool Give me a little hope One small thing to cling to yeah. Got me going in circles That never stop When I feel that way You know You know My soul's at stake Oh, but what am I to do? My mind is in a Give me a little hope One small thing to Whoa, I'm clinging to you, baby You got me going in circles Oh, spinning
Man, that takes me back. Oh my gosh, that takes wow. me back. Oh, yeah. He did a great Daryl. Daryl killed it. He did a great song. Great, a uh, great. Uh, um, oh my gosh, that takes me back. I and I posted in the chat room when Luther first released this song. I was fighting with a friend of mine because she didn't like it, and I was like, "Are you crazy?" Because he killed that song, and he the arrangement, his arrangement mm -hmm. of the song, your arrangement of the song was just oh. Luther, Luther well, did it. Know, I mean, you know, it, it, Luther could sing the phone book, and so can Daryl. You know? Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, definitely, you know, definitely. It, it, it's one of those things where you know the the so so many times you know if you're going to do a cover, uh, you know it's a fine line between going the wrong way and just retweaking mm -hmm. a, an original and just right. Putting, your own stamp on it, you know, and, and that 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 arrangement from the Friends of Distinction was not that much different, but it was just the, I think the quality of the recording is better because we've, the recording has come so much further in technology, and, and it's just, it had, it, and, and, you know, God, how do you, how do you, how do you do a cover on a Luther Vandross recording? I mean, that, I mean, only Daryl can pull that one off. I mean, I don't know. Yes. You know, I mean, it's just he's one of those. He's a, a very, a very special and fine vocalist. And, you know, as I said, I've worked with so many people. And he's just a, a, a real treat uh, to, to have in the band. He's just the spe most special guy uh, and a wonderful human being. So it's Great. all good. <laughs> good job. Good job. Good yeah. job. Yes. Uh, so Sharon, do you have a question? Yes. Well, no, I, Greg, what I, I just wanted to, to say to you was that um, whenever I would go to see Tower of Power, I mean, I lived for the horn section. I, there's something about, mm -hmm. I, I have a thing for big bands and, and horns especially. But every time you guys came out with it, when you were with Tower of Power, when you came out with a new CD, I was waiting because I knew there was going to be at least one or two songs in there that had a string arrangement on it. Yeah. And just, just your arrangements, your horn arrangements, just all that you've done is, is just remarkable. And I'm, I'm yes. like George and I don't even know George, but something needs, yeah, you definitely need to get a Grammy for this CD. Cause like I said, I started playing it and I, I just can't stop playing it. And before that, I was stuck on, on uh, Daryl's um, EP, Hold Me. Right. Because yeah, that yeah. song, that song, I mean, his vocal, vocals are, are just killing. Just, I've never heard such an incredible vocalist that just kills it with every song that he sings. Yeah, and his he heart and soul is in every song that he sings. Yeah, he brings it every night. He does. But mm -hmm. thank you so much for another great CD. And this is my third one of you guys. Like I said, I've been waiting a while, and I've got the other two as well. And wore those out. Now I'm wearing this one out. But I'm so, looking, I'm so looking forward to seeing you guys in July at Jazz Alley. Yeah, we're, we, we're, our, our uh, summer touring schedule is, is uh, starting to shape up, and I, I, we, we're, uh, we're doing a... a uh, yeah, um, it's not a benefit, benefit, although it is a fundraiser uh, next Sunday at um, 
uh, for a KSBR radio station. It's, uh, they call oh, it, it's the it's birthday the, bash, right? Birthday bash, that's right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. And we're, we're, a, we're East Bay Soul is featured performer, and, and they, it's, a, it's a good, a good uh, invitation to get as a, as a band. Right. Usually it's individually right. you, you do things. And um, so we're doing that on Sunday, the, May 24th, and then on June 7th we're at Catalina Bar and Grill in Hollywood. And then, of course, in Seattle, July 2nd, 3rd and 5th yeah, uh, at right. Jazz Alley and um, you know it's it's we're, we're we're looking forward to it you know and, and we're I'm looking at my we're going to play the, the Coach House in San Juan Capistrano July 19th wow and, um, uh, Long Beach Aquarium at, on July 22nd and uh, September 5th we're at Seal Beach at Spagatini's and then we're playing Sheila E you know the percussionist she has a new oh wow uh, a new, she a new has club. a club down there, doesn't she, somewhere? Yeah, in Studio City, uh, out, right. out here in the valley. And um, uh, it's called the East Spot Lounge, and we're doing right. shows on the 19th of September. And then one of our signature events that we, we've – I've done this for seven years, um, but we uh, – it's, it's, it's the Mike Jones Kidney Foundation Evening of Jazz, and it's October 24th. It's at the Redondo Beach Performing Arts Center, and it's um, it's going to be real special. Um, uh, Mike was a dear friend, and he passed away a couple of years ago, um, uh, and he was a, a, a recipient of a, a, a kidney. And so he had this foundation. Well, actually, we started the foundation in, in his honor and his, his name, and, and um, it, it, it's, it's a, a, going to be a wonderful night of, of music and, and uh Celebration and education, and uh, we've done it. We've uh, we've um, we've done it for uh, we did it for seven years straight. I did it all seven years, and then we we did it um, a couple years ago. And then Mike had a bad accident, and he, he passed away, so he's no longer with us. Oh. But we, in his honor and in his name, we're we, we're carrying the torch on with him, and and we're we're going to have a special guest. Um, uh, East Bay Soul will be the will be featured and also be the house band and and we are we're going to have a real special guest that night. We can't even say who it is yet because we're still in negotiations. But we it's going to be a real great night of music and I just wanted all the folks to know about it. It's it it could even be something that you could um, come from anywhere. It's going to be that big of a show. So. Um, you know, it, it, we're, we're just uh, real fortunate to have, I'm real fortunate to have such a great group of musicians to work with who have worked with so many of them for so many years. And, and of course, Andrea, my wife, is, is my manager and manages the band and holds it all together miraculously, you know, sometimes <laughs> when, when things, when you know what hits the fan. And, and so, and with the more, the more the merrier, but sometimes the more the, the more problems, but uh we weather the storm, and, and uh, this band truly is. is uh, if you like the record, you got to see the band live because it's really an yeah, exciting. Yeah, definitely. Every everybody has a big role. There's no sidemen in this band. It's a it's everybody solos. Everybody is in there, you know, as a star. So it's uh, you know, we if you see us playing somewhere, come out and see the band. All right, so you won't Greg, be disappointed. Uh, I have a phone call for you, area code 206-931. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Hi there, Greg, Joey Verdolfo in Seattle. 
Hey, Joey, how you doing? <laughs> hey, Greg, listen, uh, we are anxiously waiting for you to arrive um, and hit the town in Seattle. As you know, we are a huge Greg Adams fan. I mean, you've got tons of fans up here in Seattle, and uh, yep. we're certainly looking forward to seeing you and, and the band uh, for uh, three nights up here, and uh, you're going to pack Jazz Alley like you always do. So, uh, listen, we really are looking forward to it. And, again, with this new album um, and knowing that uh, I think Seattle is the closest thing to Oakland in terms of uh, your fan base, uh, get ready because uh, we're ready. Well, Joey, it's so great to hear from you again. That's, uh, and I just wanted everybody here who's listening, uh, Joey is an associate producer on the record uh, and yeah. was very involved in the making of this record. And, and so uh, and, and not only friendship, but, but artistic support. And, and Joey, we look forward to seeing you um, up there uh, you know, in July. It's going to be a great, great week. You know, we love Seattle. I mean, we just we love it. You know? And the week we were up there when you came to the session, uh, you know, it, it was just great seeing you again, and 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 so we'll look forward to to, to meeting up and uh, uh, have a have a little have a little uh, drink and a little something to eat. And, Absolutely, uh, looking you know, forward so, to it. Great. Looking forward. Yeah, to Yeah, me it. too. Yeah. All Thanks the so best, much for Greg. All the best. You bet. Thanks, Take Joey. Care. I'll okay. talk. I'll Thank talk you, Joey. Okay, I have a, a question from the chat room. Then I'm going to let you go. Um, Ali J wants to know: Have you ever written for a movie? Yes, I have written for several movies. Um, uh, my list is uh, uh, not long, but it's uh, got some good titles. I I uh, <clears throat> I wrote for uh, Top Gun. Um, oh, uh, one of my first gigs as a as a, a writer was a Tom Hanks' first movie called Bachelor Party, and uh, <laughs> uh, that was a long, long time ago. And so I. Um, I did. Um, I've done uh, Austin Powers in Gold Member, and uh, uh, I did a, a really a cute little movie years ago with Stanley Clark called Little Big League, and um, it was about a, a young boy whose grandfather dies and inherits the Minnesota Twins, and he runs the team as an 11 or 12 year old boy, and it was a great, great uh, score. It was. Uh, uh, with Booker T and the MGs, and uh, I, it was really a lot of fun to do. And and one of the one of the, the probably one of the biggest movies that I I did. I also did Mask uh, and uh, Duets and uh, Saving Silverman. And and but one of the things that I, I, I even though it was kind of a a stinker of a movie, I got to work with Sir George Martin, who produced The Beatles, and it was a remake of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band with uh, Peter Frampton and the Bee Gees. And it wasn't a very, very good movie, but it's classic now. And, and um, one of the ironies was, you know, George Martin, of course, was one of the most famous arrangers in the world uh, because of his involvement with the Beatles. And when we got the call to do the movie, I met with him and uh, just to see what we needed to do. And, and I, I fully thought that we were going to, the Tower of Power horn section, we were going to be playing his arrangements. And he said, no, no, no. You're doing the writing this time. So, <laughs> so it was a, a, a thrill to work with, with Sir George and, and Jeff Emmerich, the engineer who recorded all the Beatles songs way back in the day. Um, you know, it was just like, wow, now pinch myself, you know. <laughs> but 
You know, it, it's been, I've worked with so many people and, and it's been such a, a, a fortunate career for me. I, 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 sometimes I, I look back and say, what my, you know, and also, of course, this week is, is um, a little sad, but, you know, I've been very involved with uh, David Letterman, uh, with uh, the band, with Paul Schaefer over the years. We, mm-hmm. Power Horn section, we play on the show on NBC. Um, she's maybe five, six times a year, and and Paul and I were and, and nominated for an Emmy uh, years ago for um, one of the the um, anniversary shows for Dave, and and uh, so you know they're ending their 33 year run this this week, and and uh, right. so I, I I did the arrangement for the the late night theme um, uh, many many years ago, and so. And I played with the band off and on, you know, even after I left Tower, uh, when they went to CBS, of course, they expanded the, the band to the, you know, three-piece horn section. But I, I did a week with the band uh, a couple years ago as um, uh, because they were waiting for to get a new trumpet player because Al Chez had left. And, and so I, I did that. And, and uh, I've done several appearances just as a solo artist because Paul and I are such good friends that... He'd have me on a few times just to to push my record and, and my latest record that would come out. And they, in in general, they don't do smooth jazz, but they would have Dave and and Paul would talk it over. And and you know, Dave's a great guy, a good friend. And so that's been it's going to be tough not to see them and to hear them. It's such a great right. band, such a great show, and and who knows what's next? You know, I know that Paul is is uh, he's been getting a lot of offers for acting. And he, it's funny, he, he, you know, he was going to be um, Jason Alexander on Seinfeld. He had that call, and he oh. took Letterman. <laughs> oh, wow. He's a trivia, yeah. And, mm. and so anyway, it, it's just, uh, I, I, I don't, I'm, when I say this, I'm not blowing my own horn, but I've been really lucky to be in some great situations musically, and, and, and just, it's been a great, great run for me, and I've, got a lot more years left in me but it's just up till now it's it's been a great a great trip okay well before i let you go i want to read the smooth jazz ride review part of the review from ronald jackson he says trumpeter greg adams and his band east bay soul are back with what should be a smash album for them called that's life has they harnessed some of that old greg adams cd tower of power feel like that found on the lead track little black black dress i like that one too as well as some other creative presentations eclectic innovativeness, soul, and full-blown commitment to excellence. This is the stuff great albums must include as ingredients for success. Adams and his band have sailed this one out of the park, in my opinion. Give it a good listen. You can read that full review on the smoothjazzride.com. Great review, Ronald. All right, Greg, thank you so much for graciously rescheduling the interview. I really appreciate it. Terry, it's my 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 extreme pleasure, and I I'm so happy that you um, you know took the time to to reach out and ask me to to be on your show. I really appreciate it. I've had a wonderful time tonight, and you know we got off to a great start last week, and all of a sudden it just whoops. <laughs> but you know I think I think we salvaged it tonight. I, I right. I, I think that um, I think you know, so. and I sure appreciate you playing 
the, the music off the CD tonight. I, I thought it was a great uh, mix of, of uh, you know, those are those little ch- chestnuts that, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's maybe not the most commercial thing, but you, you pull it out and you let people hear it. And, you know, I think that one of the, and this is a, a very ironic thing. I, I, the reason I put Let's Stay Together at the end of the record was because I thought I had the confidence in this record and the way it's set up, like uh, it reads like a book with chapters. I thought that people would say after Let's Stay Together ends, they hit the replay button and they listen to it all over again. And mm-hmm. you know what? I'm hearing that. People are telling us that. But I, I had to listen to it again. It was just so much. I had to embrace it and and dig in there and get it again because I just wanted to hear more stuff. And Sharon, you said you hear things all the time the next time you listen to it. So I, I think... I'm here. Yeah, I'm hearing something new every time. And I'm like, wow, how did I, how have I missed that? As, and as much as I have played this over and over and just thoroughly enjoyed it, and I'm... I'm like, well, where did that come from? But yeah, <laughs> well, just, it's it's just incredible, just incredible, Greg. Thank you so much. I, I'm glad you're you welcome. And I, I I hope that everybody out there who's listening tonight will tell a friend and 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 get out the word and become true funk soldiers. Well, you know, well, I am a true funk soldier. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right, um, Greg. <laughs> let everyone know where they can find the music and you on the web. Well, yes, you can find us at eSpaceSoul.com. You can find it at GregAdamsMusic.com. You can buy us on iTunes, Amazon, CD Baby. Um, you know, we're we're way out there on every kind of, of uh, you know, platform you, you can buy music on. So, um, okay. and of course, if you're in a city where we're playing, you know, I, I will, if you buy the CD after the show, I will personally autograph it for you and, and, and you know we've sold, oh, and we've shipped out so many autographed copies. Uh, I got mine. Mm-hmm. I got yes. mine too. So, yeah, so, you know, and and we sent a just a, a a ton overseas to Europe and Japan and and wow. Australia. And, That's and, great. So, and Canada and South America and so you know it's it's we're global. <laughs> I, I love to say that, and um, you know we just gotta get the message out and and have people spread the word. That's how it is these days. I mean, you know, we, we're, we're independent. We don't have a huge record company machine mm-hmm. behind us. We are the record company, Ripa Records. That's company. right. That's and, and right. Our, That's our, right. Our, our warehouse is the garage, and um, <laughs> the, the mail room is, is the dining room table, and uh, I'm the de- delivery boy to the post office dropping off boxes and boxes of CDs. And, you know, we do it at a grassroots level, and, and you know what? I've been on every, practically every major label, and I, I'm, I, I've, and I've been also been dropped by most major labels, just because that's the, the way the the cookie crumbles. Cookie right, wise. the nature of the business. We have yeah. so much more control over our destiny now, owning our own record company. I'm the only artist on the label, <laughs> so <laughs> you know, and we do our we do our own uh, uh, manufacturing and and. Uh, we have an art department uh, in San Diego, and in, in, in one Julie Collins, who is our graphic designer, and and uh, so you know we we do it, and of course um, my my business partner up in Seattle, Paul McVicker, at Metropolitan Music, he's been there since the beginning, and a, a huge supporter of 
everything we do and his whole family has, has been great. So, you know, we, we, we are marching on and here we go, you know, true Fox soldiers, here we go. the army. Yeah. So, that's right. That's right. In the army now. I also want to thank your <laughs> wife, Andrea, for um, assisting me in scheduling the interview. Thank you very much, Andrea. I really appreciate that. You can also follow Greg on Twitter at Greg Adams and EBS for East Bay Soul. Um, definitely check him out there. I'm going to close the show with Let's Stay Together. Um, so oh, everybody yeah. can hear that. Yeah, I'll close the show with that. Thank you again, Greg. It's been such a pleasure, oh, pleasure talking thank to you. Thank you, you so thank much. You so much. We'll, we'll, Thank you, Greg. I'll see you in Seattle. Okay, great. Thanks again. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. All right, that was Trumpeter Greg Adams. The new CD is called That's Life. You can find it on eastbaysoul.com, gregadamsmusic.com, and on um, Amazon and as well as iTunes. Sharon, I want to thank you yes, because I just kind of threw you into the co-hosting seat. You did a wonderful job. Thank you very much. <laughs> You're welcome, my dear. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I yeah, really it's been my pleasure. It. I enjoyed having you on. I have to have you back sometime. Let me know when, girl. I'm 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 here for you. Okay, I appreciate that. Let me uh, say thank you and good night to those in the chat room. A Lynn Music, George Grun, thank you so much for popping into the chat room and hanging out with us. Little Black Diva, Ali J, thank you all um, for hanging out. I hope you have a great evening. I'm going to close the show with Let's Stay Together. You've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz with your host, the Jazz Queen, and Sharon Bradley. And we look forward to talking smooth jazz with you again next time. Until then, keep it smooth. Take care, Carrie.
to Talking Smooth Jazz. Please visit our websites, talkingsmoothjazz.com and mastermind-entertainment.com. Join our Facebook fan and group pages and follow us on Twitter at jazz underscore queen and the daily grind. That's T-H-A daily grind.